According to a Gartner report, consumer spending on wearable technology will double in 2021. Apple, for example, is set to debut its first augmented reality headset in 2022 with the goal of replacing the phone in your pocket with a pair of glasses. So what lies ahead for wearable technologies? What are the near-term and mid-term opportunities in hearables? And speaking to us today on Podcast for Future IoT is Kao Ping, Executive Director and Co-Founder at Wellbeing Digital, a Hong Kong tech company focused squarely on the hearables marketplace, at least for now. Kao, welcome to Podcast for Future IoT. Thank you, Ellen. Uh, I certainly agree with what you mentioned just now about the hearable being the next wearable. <laughs> the Wellbeing Digital, in short, we call ourselves WBD101. We are based in Hong Kong Science and Technology Park. We are a technology provider. In layman terms, we provide the algorithm to detect a very accurate biosignal sensing. We provide modules as well as other electronics that earphones, uh, smart earbuds makers can use and put them all together so that this earphones now become a hearable, which in itself means that it has some capability of providing something useful for the end user, such as the detection of the person's biodata, for example. In your view, how has COVID-19 impacted the wearable marketplace or the wearable industry? I think the on the onset of the wearable or the hearable, uh, which is again smart earphones, the whole intention was to place a sensor on a person. Imagine that many years ago, we don't wear many things electronics on ourselves. Even our watch were, were not Apple watches one, once upon a time. It was just Swiss uh, mechanical watches, for example, right? We hardly charge things. Uh, and of course, a phone happened. And then uh, slowly, we are starting to find that we are having more and more uh, electronical devices. The watch is next. The next one after the watch, again, is the hearable. So with COVID, what we see is that more and more people are right now getting very concerned about their health, for instance. And by having an electronics device on yourself, such as this hearable, we are able to add sensors. For example, one of our customers has launched a product that is an earphone, but at the same time, it detects your body temperature. Another of our customers is using our technology and also integrated into their earphone to detect not only temperature, meaning fever. Now, of course, we know that fever is the number one symptom of COVID, but also to detect respiration rate and fatigue. So fever, respiration rate, and fatigue comprises the three of the top five early symptoms of COVID symptoms. So we want to do that. We want to do that because then it becomes something that we can track, allow users to continuously track themselves because you cannot be too safe. So we want people to be able to have the option of continuously tracking themselves. Uh, at the same time, using this information for, let's say, a COVID risk management system to put it a bit more. Imagine a device that the next time when you call a Uber, or call Grab, and the the driver having a, uh, a single side earphone uh, stuck to one of his ear for him to make call. I mean, this is quite common today, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, this earpiece can measure if the user is having, that driver is having fever or not. And so, Alan, before you step into the taxi, you already know that John, who's picking you up, has no symptom of COVID for the last three, six, seven days, for instance. Doesn't that make you feel much more comfortable? Very true. Yes, that's true. So those are some of the current innovations. Are there any other innovations that you've started to work with in in terms of customers that you have that I understand that you supply your technology to, as you mentioned earlier, a headset manufacturer, for example? So I think in the arena of health, there are impending issues that we just talked about COVID. There are long-term issues, chronic diseases that has 
been around, uh, whether it's uh, uh, diabetes, high blood pressure, or high cholesterol, these are issues that have been bugging us for years. And you know, we all at some point, uh, unfortunately, have some of these problems. So these are things, these to be able to measure blood pressure or diabetes or cholesterol uh, is also something that we are working on. In fact, uh, well being digital, we are uh, either doing R&D or uh, doing clinical trials in some hospitals for some of these chronic di- disease uh, symptoms. We have uh, actually right now, as we speak, we are doing a clinical trial on a non-invasive diabetic sensing. And we are queuing up for a trial on blood pressure and we are doing research on cholesterol sensing. So these are like the top three chronic chronic, uh, issues, right? So WBD, okay. It's a Hong Kong-based company. So are most of your developments today restricted to the Hong Kong environment or the Hong Kong market? Or are you branching out and dealing with or engaging with customers outside of, of Hong Kong? So first of all, health is a global issue. At the same time, the reason why we are focusing in Hong Kong, or rather we are established in Hong Kong, but it, but at the same time, we are reaching outside beyond Hong Kong. For instance, the clinical trial that I just mentioned are conducted in Singapore. The customers who manufacture the earpieces are in China. So we are not just Hong Kong. But the advantage of Hong Kong, the reason for us being based in Hong Kong is that uh, we in Hong Kong, we have certain advantages over the rest of the world in doing this kind of uh, innovative hearable devices. For instance, uh, in Hong Kong, there are Hong Kong is known for pretty strong medical field, right? For example, the Hong Kong University Hospital in Shenzhen is one of the top uh, hospital in China, for instance. So people already accustom Hong Kong or simulate Hong Kong as a place where we produce pretty good healthcare devices, healthcare services. So that's number one. Number two, um, we are based in Hong Kong Science Park, which is like five stations away from uh, Shenzhen. And with all this uh, medical innovation, especially hearables, there are many things that we can do in terms of electronics that we are doing that we can literally walk to Shenzhen and put our electronics board together, put a gadget together and, you know, test our hypothesis, create a prototype, for instance. So this is something that if you are not in Hong Kong or not in Shenzhen, this is something that you cannot do that easily. Imagine you are in Singapore or Taipei or Shanghai. You can just you cannot just walk to Shenzhen and get this made. <laughs> for, for example, right? So we can do that. The third reason, of course, um, when we are doing medical research, for instance, uh, one of the uh, advantage that Hong Kong has is the ability to search medical or scientific papers. And over here in Hong Kong, we can have access to Google much much easier, for instance, than uh, let's say in Shenzhen. So these are three of the few reasons that I think that make us wanting want to anchor our R&D here in Hong Kong. As a business, what remains a major challenge for hearable tech companies such as WBD to get traction across a broader marketplace? I think in general, the consumer awareness is one of the key. I think long before Apple launched its uh, Apple Watch, I think there were other companies, for example, Fitbit. But when uh, a big brand like Apple Watch came in with the advertising and, and education that is done on consumer, it helped consumer understand that, oh, you can measure uh, step count, you can measure heart rate from here, and oh, you need to walk 8,000 steps. So I think consumer awareness is always uh, a challenge. But having said that, what has transpired over the last eight years, 10 years is that today, if you take a Fitbit, if you take an Apple Watch, if you take a Xiaomi, people know what it does, what it can do. And today, we all know that uh, because of COVID, health is a key concern. And so because of this, people are now wanting more. They don't want the situation where you can take your wristband and you just shake, you know, shake, shake it and they start counting steps, right? People don't want that anymore. They're asking us 
are we accurate? And that's why we are we are addressing the, the issue of accuracy. That's why we are actually being invited to conduct trials in major institutions like hospitals or universities. And at the same time, I think the second thing that consumer wants is not just a recorder. And what I mean by that is that the wristband just records what you've done. The wristband records your number of steps. The wristband records your uh, your heart rate. But the wristband not that does not necessarily tell you, Ellen, what you should do next. Should you speed up? Should you slow down? Should you take a rest because your blood pressure is going up, for instance? Right. So what we are trying to do is so no, not only is the hearable able to record those information, it can use AI and then process what is the situation at that time and actually advise you what you should do. You can you can imagine voiceover coming up from the earphone telling you, hey, you should speed up your exercise or you should slow down and stuff like that. So this is the second reason why we are focused on hearable. It's an interesting idea. I mean, merging the innovations that you put into the hearable technology with things like AI to, you know, to get more value out of the technology or do something beyond just purely picking up an information sensors. Beyond this one, are, are there any other expectations that you as a business owner and somebody who's helping develop this marketplace, what are your expectations uh, in 2021 and beyond? I think in 2021 and beyond, uh, we expect that as, as the stigma of having something sticking out of your ear, at the time a few years ago was associated with, oh, this guy, poor thing, is ha- he's having some hearing problem. <laughs> that, that stigma is actually changed. The stigma is that right now, if you see a 50-year-old, 60-year-old having something sticking out his ear or her ear, it, oh, this guy is cool. So as the stigma changes, habit changes, and habit changes and with, with COVID, so I expect that more and more people will care about their health. More and more people will want to know what to do and not not wait for something drastic to happen. So I expect that with uh, and with also the uh, improvement in AI, mm-hmm. with the improvement in the um, power consumption of such kind of things, with the miniaturization of the size of these earbuds. I mean, earbuds get very, very small these days, as you can find in the market. Airport is definitely much much, much smaller than uh, the speakers that our granddad used to, used to use, for instance. <laughs> so this become inconspicuous, very miniaturized sensors that not only provide you entertainment, but also provide you information and provide you advice on what you, what should, what you should do. So I expect that in the next few years, such kind of uh, behavior become more and more prevalent. Kao, thank you very much for joining me on Podchats <laughs> for Future IoT. Thank you very much, Alan. Thank you. That was Kao Ping, Executive Director and Co-Founder at Wellbeing Digital, a Hong Kong tech company focused on innovation in the hearable marketplace. You are listening in to Podchats for Future IoT. To join us on future episodes, and as always, tell us what topic you are interested to know more about here on Future IoT. Stay safe and bye for now.